right, welcome into the first official episode of the 2020-2021 season of the NBA. We're going to do a Western Conference preview today. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Nost, and I'm joined by my fellow diehard NBA fan, longtime friend, summer league aficionado, along with myself, and all around just terrible person, Mr. <laughs> yes! Best intro ever! Best Dude, how are you? Ever. I'm great, dude. You know, my dog just pissed over the all over the bed. But besides that, the world's a beautiful place. <laughs> Cannot so, complain. Basketball you season. You lie down in it? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, it's just on um, parts. I felt there's nothing there. Yeah, dude, I'm old. I just worked out. I feel great. Life is good. Can't complain. Basketball season's here. I have, I, I'm so excited, and uh, I'm excited to get into it today. Hey, listen, you got to be excited about the – Fucking nine-year, $273 million extension for Paul George, buddy. That's uh... uh You know, dude, here's the whole thing. I, I, I'm fine with Paul George. I'm excited about Paul George, and I think he's going to bounce back this year 100%. Uh, I agree with everything that Paul George has said. I love – Doc Rivers is a very nice man, dude. I've met him a couple times. Just he makes you feel like he, he's known you forever. Nice yeah. guy. Nothing but love for him. Did not make any adjustments. I mean – not because no, you got stuff going on in your life. You can't go back. I'm tweeting the whole game, the last game against them. What are we doing? It is literally like Y ball versus the Harlem Globetrotters. They were just running like play after play against us. He got out coached. Now, Doc brings up a good point. As far as I know, Ty Lue's part of my staff. Good point. But his Very coaching true. staff is fucking murder, dude. Murder. He has like a couple guys. He has the Nets old coach who, whether people want to believe it or not, did an excellent job. Oh, he did. I wanted possible situation. I wanted the Bulls to hire him. Well, I mean, they got Billy Donovan, so I'm 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 happy. That's definitely an upgrade in my opinion. But I wanted Kenny Atkinson. I think oh, he's a great coach. Over your coach, dude. I mean, that guy. I'm he surprised you didn't good. get his ass beat by everybody on the team. <laughs> he was. It just. I, I don't. I don't know. We're not here to talk about Eastern Conference teams. That'll be my frustrating show on Monday as opposed to today talking about the the West. Um, all right, so you are you're happy with the Paul George? I mean, you really had no choice. You had to sign him. Well, we were kind of stuck because one, you got to sign him, and two, you can't trade him. You can't sign Blake Griffin and instantly trade him, and then yeah. sign another guy and instantly trade him. So it's like I'm fine with him, dude. I like Paul George. There was a couple moments. That just, it did, you know, that he had some weirdness, but I am fine with it. I actually like Paul George, and I think he's going to have a bounce back here. I'm very excited about the Clippers this year. Uh, I don't think you're seeing the final team right now. So I think we got, we have some amazing uh, stuff about to happen, in my humble opinion. Well, I mean, look, so far, the biggest changes for you, what, Luke Kennard, Nicholas Batum, uh, anything else? You guys didn't do really anything yeah, else. Yeah, Abaca. Oh, Abaca. I forgot about Abaca. But you lost uh, Jamichael Green. He is yes. gone. Montrez yep. Harrell. He is gone. Good. I, I would. I'll help him move down the hall. <laughs> well, <laughs> really? So if they resigned him, you wouldn't be happy they right now. They weren't going to resign him, and they could have resigned him. They didn't even attempt to resign him because what you don't realize, brother is that his agent is Rich Paul, and he was, in fact, the snitch leak from the locker room. And they uh, didn't want him back. Uh, I, I, 
the way it panned out, it didn't look like he was ever going to go back because he was instantly throwing shade as soon as he walked out of yeah, one side of stables into the think other. Think about the money he got for six man a year. He, I mean, like Jeremy Grant got twenty mil for for Detroit. Dude got nine mil. You me, that's amazing. That guy, dude. People know that what? dude was leaking shit. He was the snitch that caused the dissension. And don't, I mean, dude. Listen, I just want to start off and end your show, and I'll let you talk, okay? I'll let you talk, okay? <laughs> well, thank you very thing. much. This season is, and I'm being, I, I, I'll shut up in two seconds. This season is going to be the most competitive basketball we've seen in a long time. The question will be, will Adam Silver and LeBron James allow politics to ruin it? And that's my God, that's true. We're going to have a great season of basketball. Will anybody yeah, I watch? I don't know that there's going to be any fucking time. Plus, it's post-election, so I'm guessing a lot of that subsides. Uh, we'll see because now there are people pushing for maybe the season should start even later than what we're scheduled to because COVID is blowing up again. Yeah, gosh, moving along. I, I just think at this point you have to get into the 72 games because it's just going to – there are already people saying, I am leaving to play with my national team come Olympic time, like Rudy Gobert and a number of others said, I'm playing with my national team. On top of that, two, it would just screw them over for the start of next season and – the domino effect of if they don't start on next week on the 22nd, just have cascading effect for the next two to three years. So inevitably it's coming. Even if whole teams go out with COVID, they'll just reschedule and find a way to do it on the back end of the 72 game season. At least they shortened it by 10 games. So they've made some accommodations there. Uh, but I do like the idea of what they do in baseball where, Hey, if I'm going to New York, well, I'm going to play the Knicks and I'm going to play the nets and just try and bang that out over the course of five days and play them each two times and then move on as opposed to constantly jumping around from city to city, trying to limit their exposure uh, in any kind of delay, but it's coming. Uh, so looking at the West, I don't know if you did ranked one through 15. Uh, I, you know, I, I told you that I would end of the regular season after 72 games, who do you think is number one in the West with the best record overall? I mean, I, as much as I hate it, I, it's going to be hard not to be the Lakers. Uh, okay. It's very hard. I think it's going to be – there's going to be a cluster of guys, teams around there. I think the Clippers will be in there, okay? I think the Clippers will be in there. Uh, does Denver make a jump? It's definitely possible. Yep. Uh, everybody's going Google Gaga over Portland again. Like, Portland's going to be bad. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I Rodney Covington is like this kid. That's my biggest problem, man, with a lot of these moves. It's like suddenly they're acting like, you know, fucking Willis Reed's walking down the fucking hallway and it's about to be a game changer. I'm sorry. Like the Clippers, I, I mean, the 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 uh, Lakers, God bless them. You know, they won it last year. I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't tell you that it was probably, in my opinion, one of the hardest seasons, one of the hardest rings to win because yeah. rookies got comfortable. Like young young players on young teams got comfortable with the Nets. They didn't have to go into uh, you know, Boston Garden or the Staples Center or into Portland and, and have to deal with those crowds. So in that sense, I would be a hypocrite if I if I said it wasn't the hardest ring in my humble opinion to win. I think it was it was the 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 discussion of like putting an asterisk next to it to me was utterly ridiculous, especially the post mortem 
all the guys talking about it, like Danny Green, as soon as they won the championship, one of his first thoughts was, I finally get to leave this fucking place. Like, I am so sick and tired of. And that's what seemed like it destroyed the Clippers and a couple other teams of just this uh, this routine of the same shit every single day is such like, it's so destructive to me mentally that if you made it to the other side of that, I think that's to be commended. Now it, it aligns beautifully with how the heat run their day-to-day operations, which is militaristic. It seems like, especially by NBA standards, but for everybody else, like this was kind of a rude awakening. So the Lakers deservedly, uh, you know, are champions. They won this outright. And I have the nuggets at one and Lakers at two, just because I think this is the year that finally LeBron is going to have to scale back his minutes a little bit. Uh, just you're too old to continue to play 35. Yeah, night. you're gonna see that for sure. He's for gonna sure. do it again, though. He's gonna try and play 35 a night. I really think he'd be smarter if he played 28. Maybe. I mean, like, we'll see, dude. We'll see. I think. Uh, I think this is gonna be a different season. Than last season, I think you will have home court advantage. And who knows if by the time the playoffs go, if they start allowing people in, it's like I can't believe we're even talking like that, but. You know, they might let people in. So it's going to be really interesting. Um, you know, I don't know where you want to start at the bottom and go up. I mean, how do you want we to We can't. Well, look, the bottom to me is the T-Wolves, and I don't really give a shit if we talk about them. Well, I mean, here's the thing about the T-Wolves. It's just like they have talent. It's just like, they why do. are you at the bottom right now? And it's just like, I'm sorry. It's like I know Flip Saunders' son, and that's an emotional thing. But it's like you guys have enough talent to at least compete for the AC. If not, yeah. really comp- I mean, like, dude, I'm sorry. I like Edwards. I think Edwards, like, watching highlights of Edwards, I like that guy. And he doesn't have to come in and take over. He just has to basically, you know, solidify Cat. I mean, Cat's great. I mean, Cat's a great player. He just finally has some talent. They have two ones and a two on that team. They should not be bottom dwellers. But they're going to be. You know what their biggest problem is? They play no defense. Zero defense. Cat is does not play defense. He gets eaten alive by any other center worth a damn. D'Lo is not known for playing defense. Edwards, like he had a good chase down block in the preseason game last night. But who knows, a sustained 72 games this year if we'll be able to do it. But they're not going to play any defense, and they're going to end up I 14th or 15th. It. It just but I think because they, they got enough talent to be good. They do, but it's also the West is stacked once again. So it's like, yeah, you got talent, but can that talent gel? Does they it have should. the right coaching? They should. But they should. They got enough talent, dude. They I think they're gonna be talent. dead last. I, I think that and I, I think unfortunately the Sacramento Kings are gonna be around there as well. And I, I think they're fucking super duper talented too. I think they got a lot of talent on that team. I mean, listen, I, I'm a I'm a guy that is happy that the players are getting play, paid, right? Sure. I'm very nervous that unknown guys that I mean by unknown that like like not even every like basketball fan could maybe pick them out of uh, of a, just and just people standing around, dude. You know, but it's like Darren Dar- Darren Fox gets what 170, like. Like what has he done to get that? Like to me, you're you're well, you're, you're setting a dangerous precedence for people who've done nothing to like not care anymore. Well, at least they have to go through their rookie deal. I mean, it's not like it's the late the mid to late nineties where Derek Coleman's coming in and getting a hundred million dollar contract and hasn't played a minute. No, I, I get I get that too, but I mean, what has Darren Fox done? To, I, well, to, the thing to, is, 
I, I know what you're saying, but you have to look at it from the perspective of it's Sacramento and they have no. to overpay for the guys that they signed. And uh, look, I Garrett don't even Fox, know why awesome. Sacramento is considered a crap market. I love Sacramento. There's nothing about Sacramento that isn't great. I mean, most of your adult film stars are from Sacramento. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, there's a ton of top shelf How is that analogous to whether well, or not because, like, good like, let's to- face it. Why don't guys like to play certain places? Because it's like, it's either cold weather, which Sacramento isn't, or the yep. women, there's not a lot of top shelf ass there. And Sacramento's <laughs> got top shelf ass. Oh, so you're saying in this James Harden sweepstakes that more than likely is going to transpire, that should be Sacramento's pitch? I would go for him if I could, dude. I would go for him if I could. Like, you needed, I like, they should have gone after, uh, Al Horford, they should have tried to get any kind of stabilized, like long-term vet there. Yeah, but it it it's also a case of, you know, you're worried about the the precedent of somebody like De'Aaron Fox getting his big deal or not huge marquee talents. And you're right, like guys get supermax deals. And there's really only eight true supermax or seven true supermax individuals. So places like Sacto have to pay. But I think the more dangerous precedent is someone like James Harden and PG before him signing a deal and then becoming disgruntled. And James Harden, you have three years left and now you're pouting and demanding a trade. How does that not bite the players in the ass come next CBA? I I couldn't agree more. It's a dangerous precedent. It is why I believe that Adam Silver is a garbage commissioner. I'm sorry. Everybody's like, oh, he's the best. No, dude. Ratings are down. Style play isn't fun to watch. He's allowed these guys to have too much power. Now, really, you don't at, enjoy the style of play right now? I think it's just, it's just, it's like when it's good, it's great. When it's bad, it's like Phoenix Suns versus Houston Rockets three years ago, where I'm like, I can watch this at a Y. It's that well, bad. When when they're shooting, both teams are you know just having an off night from three, and they're not stopping shooting three. Yeah, it's it's difficult to watch. It is, but I still think oh lost Tripoli there for a second. I can keep going. I still think it's better than the mid to late nineties ISO ball where guys just stood at the top of the key. The other four offensive players shifted over to the other side. I'm saying I I'll take the bad three ball nights over the stagnant ISO ball of the nineties where. Four players move to one side of the court, and then somebody just dribbles. Right, or- but that doesn't mean like they can both be bad or they both can be good. You could have some great '90s play and some awful uh, modern day play. Yeah, I it agree. To be one or the other, I'm just saying, dude. It's just like the chucking up of threes everywhere is can get boring. It can. It's, fu- it's fun when Steph Curry does it because he does it with a flare and he can shoot it from anywhere. Or Damian Lillard, it's fun. When you got like everybody doing it, it's not fun, man. And it's just like, I'm sorry, but dude, a lobe down banger is great. I miss that kind of ball. I'm not saying everybody's got to do it, it's, but I'm just yeah. saying it's fun. It, it can be, but it, it's, I mean, those guys are done in, in the current, you know, modern NBA. Will there be a shift back to it? When a new shack comes, it will go back. Exactly. It, go. it just it will blend. A- it will blend. Uh, so the Kings. The, the 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 we agree the wolves which shouldn't be the wolves the kings so who else so those are the bottom I mean those I are have bottom them two. in my bottom two which sucks because it, Sacramento is a great city it's a good market they deserve a good team yeah just losing Bogdanovich 
Uh, whether or not you're going to get Marvin Bagley, kind of any kind of health over the 72 games. I love De'Aaron Fox. Buddy Heald does not like his coach. Let's see how that plays out. Like, they just got a lot of weird question marks. But even with all that, I still like him better than the T-Wolves. Next up, I've got OKC at 13. Well, you know, there's actually an argument that they could be the worst team. Who do they OKC? have outside of Kid Gorgeous, who I is like, I'm so upset that the Clippers traded him. I love Kid Gorgeous. Gilchrist, he's the uh, uh, he's the best. But outside of him, who's there? They got rid of everybody. I think they're literally trying to shit the bed for this kid out Oklahoma State. That's supposedly the, the this like superstar. All right, so they they picked up George Hill and Al Horford, so two competent professionals with Trevor Ariza. Some of these guys are going to be flipped come trade deadline, though. I'd have to look at the contract to see who the more most likely is. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think. I don't know. Solid thought. They overplayed last year. Guys got there, got a taste of it. Dort's looked good in the playoffs. Handing the keys over to uh, Shea Gill, just like they could end up being 15. I don't think the difference between 15 and 13 is going to be so significant that this is a, you know, massive wide discrepancy between the two, like some huge chasm. Uh, so yeah, OKC. They could be 15th. I think. I think they could be good, dude. I think. I mean, not good, but. I think they could be decent, but I, I excuse me. I think they're going to be crap. What was I talking about? I really do think they're going to be crap and done purposefully to try to get some, because supposedly this next draft is super deep and uh, we got a double draft some. coming up sometime soon where the high school I, which players is, will be allowed. In. I'm against completely dude against completely. If you want to go pro go to the D league. And by the way, I love the D league. We'll get into that. Go to the D-League. I do not think you should have draft picks that haven't played against grown-ass men going into the first round. And I don't care about whether they should have the right to do that. I, I, oh, man, this draft is meant to help your team. If it's a bad if it's a bad player, man, it sets your team back years. It, it can. But then the flip side of the argument is, well, what about Kobe, KG, LeBron? It's like, yes, you can get gems out of that, but those are the rare exceptions. There are countless guys that didn't make it past their rookie deal just because they were, you know, they didn't develop fast enough. Go to the D League, dude. I think the D League is starting to fucking really blossom. I think we're seeing some gems coming out of there, some guys you don't even know. And I think it's like, go there, send them for two years. You want to come out of the league? You want to come out of high school, go to the league? Go to the G League for two years. Get some playing under you, dude. At the, after the next CBA, high school kids are going to be allowed back in. It's, it's gross. It's going to happen. It's gross. Uh, I think if you can go to war for this country, you should be able to make a living at the profession that you're best But you at. shouldn't have a guarantee, dude. That's the biggest problem. We're guaranteeing these kids money when they haven't actually shown anything, okay? And then they're taking up a roster spot for four years at X number of dollars. And that, yep. listen, it, it's, it's you know, everything's a discussion between players and owners. What about fans? Fans deserve the best well, thing. Ours is done with our dollars. So where our money goes is basically yeah, but, our vote. If we stop going and they got this guy for three years, we got to wait three years till this guy's gone. I, I know, but you're never going to get a say in that kind of you know decision making. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's all BS, man. <laughs> but I like I OKC. They got a lot of picks coming up. And they do. I've always said that they're there. I mean, Denver, uh, OKC, their GMs are probably the best GMs in the business, dude, without uh, a doubt. All right. So moving on. I know Sam Presti is 
the sheer number of picks. I can't believe got. the Knicks or Chicago haven't tried to get that guy. Like yeah, these huge market teams. And just overpay him wildly. Uh, worth it. Worth every penny. Okay. So now after this is where it gets interesting to me. 12 through, I think, is a discussion. Now, what's this playing shit? Playing is so seed seven and eight will play nine and ten for the final two spots. Basically, all seven and eight have to do is win one game and they make it. So uh, if they lose their first game, then they have a second game. If they lose that second game, then they're out. Okay. All right. So I don't know I, how I feel about that. I, I like it until like last year, Dallas would have had to play in, but they had a six game lead or something. There needs to be, they had discussed potentially figuring out some sort of uh, machinations within this. So if you have a wide enough margin on, you know, the eighth seed, you didn't have to to participate in this. And I think that's, that to me makes more sense. If the seventh seed is so far out ahead, why do they have to fight? What if they have two bad nights? Now they're out. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. So at 12, I put the Spurs. I, I mean, like, I, I, here's the problem with the Spurs. They're, they're, they're like the old Buffalo Bills. It's just like, they're never bad enough to get a player that can change the team. It's like, yeah. it's like one of those small markets. It's so hard to shit the bed because you're the only thing in town you know, you, you got it locked down. Do you really want to go a season where nobody's coming? It's just a harder thing, dude. It's just yeah. harder. But, you know, I think that they need to shit the bed, dude. It's just like either you're, in my opinion, either you're winning it or you're trying to tank it. That's my opinion. I, I There's no big offseason acquisitions. If they're running it back with LaMarcus and DeMar, which means their three-point shooting is going to be suspect. And their defense is going to be suspect again. Now they made a, a late season push at the end of last year and got into the discussion of, well, maybe they could get into this kind of playoff situation uh, or the play in game situation, but ultimately they didn't. And I, I think it's going to be more of the same this year. They're going to be up and down. Uh, and I just, I don't know, maybe I it's, think the Marcus Aldridge uh, should be traded to where I can't tell you, but I think who wants be- him. I think he's a veteran that's good on a team that needs a little help. I mean, like Boston, he'd be perfect on Boston. I would want to tie up the money. I think DeRozan has more fit with a bunch of different teams. Uh, I don't know, man. DeRozan doesn't want to shoot threes, which I don't mind, but it's like, I don't know. I just don't don't see him as as elite anymore. Well, yeah, but when he steps in, from the three-point line and shoots that long too, that's when it kills me. It's like, dude, it's one foot back. And he does it all the damn time. It's like <laughs> yeah, one dude. fucking foot back. It's so uh, weird, dude. It's either shoot three or bang down low. Yeah, well, and I don't know how much he's going to continue to keep finishing in the lane the older he gets. Just that that aspect of playmaking slows down for we everybody. We saw that with Westbrook, dude. How many times did Westbrook go to rise and dunk and he clanked it on the – on the rim last year, I was like, damn, Father Time said, knock, knock. Undefeated. 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 Undefe- uh, except for LeBron James, who's obviously HEH. And anyways, next one, next one. <laughs> Dude, if it turns out he didn't ever, like somehow we've managed to find out, that could be the most impressive thing about him is just. Of course, but we know it's Kevin. not real. We know that's not possible. 
I don't 20 know years, your numbers keep going up. It's just like when you're that, I mean, here's, uh, we'll get into Lakers soon because I have a whole shit about that. that. All right. Well, let's move on then. Okay. Uh, at 11, I put the Pels. It's tough, man. 11 up, like 11 through seven. You could tell me. Okay. Real quick. Give me 11, give me 11, 10, nine and eight real quick. And we'll bang them all out real. Uh, we'll, we'll talk okay. about that, that thing right there. At 10, I put Houston. Okay. Because I don't, they are, I mean, I have my theories on that, dude. Yeah. They're already sick of talking about it, and that's all they're going to talk about. Nine, I've got the Grizzlies. Okay. And I think this is my wild card. I put the Warriors at eight. That's an interesting four because those could go in all different order. But if I had to pick one of those four that I go, who do you think is going to do the best? I would take the Pelicans. I would that depth, man. It's just I don't. Is it going to be able to gel? I well, dude. Uh, here's the whole thing, man. There were there was tiny talk about maybe they might go after Harden. I'm sorry. Here's a, here's a weird thing, dude. A couple things. One, I think Houston's going to be better than people think. I think John I Wall's know. a little better than people think. How, how is John Wall any different from Russell Westbrook? Um. Russell I mean, Westbrook is a better version of John Wall, and they do the exact same thing. They don't shoot well from three. They drive to the lane. I'm West, not, dude, what? I'm not saying they're going to win a title. I think they're going to be a little better than people think. <laughs> I'm not saying you are. I just don't know how this is some huge like that. If if Wall and DeMarcus are somehow near 100%, yeah, Houston's going to be a real problem for people. I think so, dude. I mean, I think so. I don't know if, the, if DeMarcus is going to be 100 but I think – I think they both have now granted they could have a giant industry and it destroys everything injuries injury, but, and it could set everything back, but they seem to be pretty determined on showing everybody that, I mean, granted it was preseason dude, but they looked kind of good. But if you had, if I had to pick one out of those four, it's either golden state, in my opinion, or it's the Pelicans. And I'd probably take the Pelicans because I, I think the Pelicans have, Nike behind them, ESPN behind them, every like the get Zion in the mix is big. And I just, you know, I, I don't know your take on Zion, but I love him. I think he's going to be great. And I think, I think, uh, honestly, man, he was a, a 19 year old kid. He, he was, he did, he, he, I think he missed his mom. And I think he was having a weird moment in the bubble. And I think this year you're going to see this dude go off because something happens when that guy moves to the basket. They oh, yeah. get out of his way, dude. He oh, get out of his fucking way. Just so messy. Yeah, I don't know if the bubble is representative because during the regular season when he was playing, the people that wanted to include him in the rookie of the year conversation, like it was understandable. I still think it was John Morant by a, a mile. But at the same time, he entered in the discussion of like, if you could get 82 games out of each, Zion is the more valuable of the two. He's utterly unstoppable. And then we go to the bubble and he just looked kind of checked out. So maybe you're right of that. He missed his family, his routine, whatever the case is. I like the Pels a lot. It's just the Bledsoe is a downgrade from holiday. Steven Adams. Okay. So they're going to start, I guess, start him at the five shift Zion over to the four and then Ingram down to the three. Okay. Uh, that seems interesting. Um, you know, it's, they've got a bunch of question marks, but they very well could end up at eight. The reason I like the Warriors is, I, this is what I wanted last year. I want to see Steph Curry with James Harden's usage. 
And that's what's going to happen this year. And let's see if his efficiency can maintain. And if he does, I, I he's going to have one of the best offensive seasons in the history of the Weissman, NBA. dude. I, I like mean, Weissman too. Think about that, dude. You have the greatest outside shooting uh, team ever, even though they're missing like, well, technically Kevin Durant's not there anymore and, and Clay. But it's like you had the greatest shooter of all time, in my humble opinion. I agree. And now you just got one of the most athletic bigs to come into the league in a long time. Yep. I, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to compete. I think they're going to be a little bit better than people think. Again, if I had to take out of that four, I'd probably take the Pelicans and the Warriors. Yeah, I agree. Just Houston, there's going to be a big fat question mark. The Grizzlies should regress a little bit. They they overplayed, a, you know, ever so slightly when you got a rookie as your uh, yeah. lead. But John Moran, I love. Can you get a full season out of Jaron Jackson and Dylan Brooks? Can he clean up some of his shot selection? But those three guys are all excellent. Yeah, they're good. Uh, I just I just think right now that they're just they're just too young. That once they have a little more uh experience, they're gonna be able to bang a little better. But I just think you're gonna see really great things from the Pelicans. I could be wrong, but I just think Zion's about to really really show the world why everybody was excited when he got drafted. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and to this show, it just shows you how competitive this West is. I mean, when you're talking all the way down to 12, could easily be eight. Yeah. Could easily be seven. I they mean, like inch up to seven. It's possible. Did anybody see OKC making it to what were they fifth or sixth last year? Nope. Uh, nope. Just, their overall depth. Yeah, I, I don't know, because part of me thinks that because of the condensed schedule of the 72 games, that favors the the younger legs of the Grizzlies and Pelicans. So maybe they supplant the Warriors and Rockets. Uh, but then you have the veteran nature of... Pels have a little bit more of a balance of that over the Grizzlies, but the Warriors obviously, you know, been there, done that. Um, I don't know. I just, I think the if Curry can get the usage numbers of James Harden and if James Harden can perennially, you know, get a shit team into the playoffs, not a shit team, but you know what I mean, can carry a team on his back, then I, th I believe the Warriors can as well. I think the Warriors are going to be interesting, dude. Wiggins is at two where a lot of people think he's more natural. He's not going to be a guy that dominates you, but look at that team, dude. What do you need him to be? What do you need yeah. him to be? The third or fourth guy on that team, he's perfect for that. Well, that means what? It either he's going to be the two option or Kelly Oubre. I think he's the two option. I yeah, I would trust Oubre is a good playmaker, but I don't trust his sh you know shooting. Yeah, which is so. crazy. Well, that's the biggest thing. You know, the, these brands where they get these guys and they they start talking about like they're the second comings of something like, oh my god, can you believe the Suns got Oubre? Nobody cares outside of Oubre's family. All right, mm -hmm. nobody cares. Yeah. And I, I'll get I, into Lakers. That's my whole opinion about all this Lakers shit. Okay. It's just people going, it's like, it's like when somebody signs, when Alabama football signs a, a recruit, he can go from four star, suddenly he's a fifth star. Like, oh my God, Alabama signs guy. Nobody cares. That's my opinion. <laughs> all right. Moving on. At seven, I put the Suns. They, they listen to me, man. I they told you last year, I thought they yeah. were going to be a playoff team. Uh, obviously, uh, their center uh, got popped for drugs or performance-enhancing drugs, whatever that is, out 25 games. 
really hurt that team. Really hurt that team. Uh, I like Chris Paul on this team. I like Chris Paul on this team. And I think I think Chris Paul being sent to OKC really did a, a somewhat of a, a job on his ego a little bit, kind of checked him a little oh, bit. Yeah. So that's the perfect Chris Paul to get, a humble Chris Paul. And coming into a situation where he knows he has no shot at being the number one. In fact, DeAndre Ayton is higher on the pecking order than he is just because they invested so much draft capital in him. Uh, but it's Booker's team. So as it should be, it should be, it should be. And, and Booker's going to get the last second shot. It goes to Booker. Like you just need to know that coming into it. He's great at it. He's great he at is. it. That shot he, in the playoffs or the bubble yeah, against, against the, the Clippers. Clippers. Gotcha. Or the Clippers gotcha. rather. Yeah. 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 We know about yeah. that. We know and about Kawhi that. And PG's face, but mainly yeah, we, PG's we face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got the killer instinct. He I does. Like, and he got rid of that weird obtuse haircut that he had that looked like a fucking Tetris piece that nobody yeah, wanted to tell like, him that looked no. stupid because he had so much money and he was getting top shelf ass. Dude, and why, nobody can say anything. Why are braids back in so big? No, why are cornrows still a thing? Your well, they grandpa just, wore cornrows. Why are well, you wearing cornrows? Mellow year 15 decided to bring it back. But I don't get... A, f- a few of these guys, it's just like, dude, they, we can all agree this is terrible, right? We can get into the social aspects of this and how, like, white people aren't allowed to give black people any advice on fashion. So they just do whatever they want. And everyone's like, oh, it looks great. It's like the emperor's new clothes of garbage. Okay. There, well, some of them, like, some of them, I, I, I don't, when people, I saw somebody making fun of Jimmy Butler's hair. I'm like, oh, really? I like Jimmy Butler's hair. I think it's interesting. Are you like that? It looks like broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's it's like it was a it's a unique choice, and it's his. And then all of a sudden, like everybody showed up to the bubble, and they've got those junior braids, and they all look terrible. They look like knockoff Bo Derricks. Yeah, they all. Why are we doing this? And nobody will tell them because they don't get any outside. Like, dude, it's like outside influences change the way you operate. It's just men with women, women with men. It's just the way it is, and nobody will tell them because they don't want to be called racist. You look garbage, okay? Stop with the Venus Williams look of 95. Nobody uh, likes it. Okay? Like this when, is Sam speaking. I don't care. Call me whatever you want. You look stupid, all right? I'm tired is, yeah. of cornrows looking like you got Etch-a-Sketch on your fucking head. Your grandpa you know, did it. Move along. I don't mind that it's, like, mellow because he did it previously. So it's like, ah, he's bringing back a hairstyle that he's had before. So be it. It's like when everybody showed up at the same time with braids and you're like, did, did, was it there a dumb. text? It looks dumb. Uh, it, yeah, it, it looks dumb. dumb. It just it I'll looks fight everybody. childish. It I'll does fight look. everybody. <laughs> All right. So the Suns, I like them at seven. They could. I love them at like, seven. I think. Yeah. I think they could easily, easily make a move for top four without a doubt. They I have the pieces. Five would be the highest. I think I could see them going. You just never know when they get on a run with Chris Paul's the sure. perfect guy. He and just, with injuries. And he gets along with their coach, who I told you last year was the perfect coach for them because they didn't have coach for a couple years. Hornacek was kind of decent, but after that, they just went through two or three garbage coaches. Well, it was oh. just a rotating door of guys. They never give anybody longer. Earl Watson is the worst coach I've ever seen in my life. Okay. that His team was so bad. I'm like, that's why they didn't even look at him for UCLA. He wanted to coach. I'm like, dude, the worst 
NBA basketball team I'd ever seen was Earl Watson's Phoenix Suns team. And I'm a Clipper fan, okay? But here's the thing about the Suns. They have all the pieces. They have all the pieces. They do. They have a they have young players that have a little got a little taste last year. They have they have three what is I always say on this to be a championship, you gotta have three all-star level players. You have to have at least one franchise player, and you have to have a sharpshooter like a cold-blooded assassin. They have all that. It's in them. They can win. Sure. They can. They can. Uh, so the next two I've got, they're interchangeable to me, which are uh, the Jazz and Blazers. Oh, I like that. I like that. I just, like, every year, everybody starts. Listen, I like Damian Lillard. I, it's the reason I like um, – it's the reason I like, you know, the Greek freak who signed his five year deal stays in a small market, has yep. that kind of attitude. Like, yep. I like that. I like, I, I like Damian Lillard. He's way overrated as a rapper. He's good for an NBA player, not a real rapper. Okay. But I like what he does. I like that well, team. It's like when people back in the day, like John Sally, he's hilarious. He should do, you know, comedy and be like, yeah, for an athlete. No, it's There's like when difference. they say, like, like Brett Ernst is like hot, right? Back then he's like, oh, it's hot. It's like, no, he's good looking for a comic because we're mutants. Yeah. But against models, he's fucking Quasimodo. Okay, yeah. like that's By the same comparison. Thing. Yeah, right. That's the same thing with rap with basketball rappers. It's like you're decent for a basketball player, but a real rapper would eat you up. Yeah. But I, well, I like that's all attitude. they do. The question is, um, can a point guard win? A, a can your best player be a point guard? See, I think well, I mean, look at Steph. Steph was the best player on a championship team, and Lillard has some of that same DNA. He's not as good a shooter, but he sets the tone of the Blazers. And I think with the addition of uh uh Covington. Uh, Covington, thank you. I was about to say <laughs> Ellington. Like Ellington's <laughs> out. That's funny. Uh, Covington, dude. Rodney Hood coming back. Enos Cantor is a backup to you know Nurkic. I don't mind. It's not like he's gonna help on defense, but you need a second unit, you need an offensive punch, not a defender. Uh, Carmelo understanding what his role is. Like, I think they have a, a better idea. Like, I to me, the Phoenix is going to be lower because it's going to take them a little bit of time to figure out who likes the ball where, what kind of what the offensive flow is. Whereas these other two are established, and I, I like Portland a little bit better than Utah just because basically it's addition by the lack of injury. So yeah, I agree, that, dude. I think they, they can stay healthy. They'll be interesting. I think they just have more depth. Yeah, they do overall, and then Utah. It's like it's running back. They, I think this is the final. I have Portland over Utah. Team. You have that. Yeah, I have Portland yeah, over too. Utah. Um, but I think it's if it ends up like the Jazz or the Suns are number five, and then the Blazers are below them. It's like, yeah, that, that could totally happen to me. I mean, here's the question: Is Mike Conley going to finally click with this I don't team? Know. I mean, the last the, the, the Jazz were good when they had Rubio. They they haven't, and then they didn't have Rubio, and they thought. Michael Conley, who was like this guy, it's like, can you believe Conley's never been an all-star? I'm like, yeah, he's hurt all the time. So I can't believe that. But even even still, when he played last year, his shot was so off. It was weird. Like, he's pretty consistent. Like, he's great on the grindhouse. He fit that. I don't know if they fit this team. Like, yeah. they should have gone after Rubio, got him back, because that seemed to be the guy that kind of, like, put people – he was perfect for that team. He, he was actually starting to hit his outside shots. Which made him space the floor a little better. Yeah. I, well, 
we'll see. I mean, Rubio's what on Minnesota now. So, uh, good, good for you, Ricky to end up where you started and more than good for you, Ricky boy. Uh, at four, I have the, hold on four. Yeah. Hmm. Four. I have the Clippers. Hmm. Where, where do you think they end up? Two. Top two? Yep. You think they're going to end up at two? That's fine. That's fine. What Give me the I case. find so interesting is that this LeBron James comes into the league, shits the bed, fakes an injury, can't play, doesn't even make the playoffs. Kawhi goes to the East Coast, oh, East wins the title, comes back, second team. Everyone thinks he's taking a step back. Y'all don't know who this dude is. Y'all don't know. Because he's quiet. You think it's nothing. The dude is the greatest player I've ever watched in a Clipper uniform. And he's, sure. dude, he is a murderer. He's so good. He's so good. It looks like he's playing slow. Dude, I'm telling you. It's, so who do you have above them? Please let me hear this parade of garbage. <laughs> above them? Yeah. Well, I've got uh, I've got the Nuggets in one. I've got the Lakers at two, and I've got the Mavs at three. Oh, garbage, dude. Just garbage, dude. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> so garbage. Look, basically, look, you can make a case that the Mavs don't end oh, up. Garbage. They got sure. lucky, dude. They got lucky, man. They got lucky. Here's the I thing. Think- Doc Rivers gets out coached every time unless he has overwhelming talent. Over the other team. If not, he can't listen to nicest dude ever. Nicest dude ever. But can't can't coach playoff basketball. Does not understand okay. how to make adjustments. So what context- happens in the in the offseason, right? Kawhi Leonard, Terminator, all right, meets with Steve Bomb, lizard person, all right, and goes, Hey, we need a guy that makes adjustments. So they go out and get all these guys that are just Dude, they went and got Miami's guy who runs all their plays, came up with their offense. That's one of the guys they got from Miami. Nobody's talking okay. about. Okay. Okay. The, the, the fact of the matter is condensed 72 game schedule. Kawhi needs rest for his leg. The PG lost, uh, by all accounts, lost the locker room at a couple different points last year. Nobody shooting yeah, so, him out. to Whoopi Goldberg looking motherfucker, Montrez Harold, who's got mental issues. No disrespect, because I got mental issues, but is just was like all oh, got bought her because two all stars who've been in first team all NBA came into the locker insane. room. Doc Doc intimated that PG lost the locker room. Doc, Mister, I want everybody to like me at all times intimated in an interview last week that PG lost the locker room by basically trying to big league his, his fellow teammates and all of oh, them yeah. had the same Doc Rivers, of all man of PG because he's dropping D on his daughter. Get out of here, dog. Get out of here. Oh, man. You're Look. talking crazy. You're yeah, talking crazy. I'm not talking about who wins a championship or who makes it through the playoffs. I'm talking about if there's a 72-game condensed schedule when Kawhi has to get some rest for his degenerative leg uh, condition. Has to. Flat out. Which means he's going to be sitting out games, which means they're going to need PG to step up and be the alpha. And Here's what's going to happen, alpha. Mark, write this down right now. The Clippers will get two players by the time playoffs happen. Are you ready? But Derek Rose and Andre Drummond will be Clippers by the end of the season. 
Well, Andre Drummond just took his what player uh, option, option. thirty four million. Do a buyout to get rid of him. Yeah, but do okay. a buyout to come to the Clippers and get up in that ass. Well, if I'm Derrick Rose, do I want to play for the Clippers? Yes. I yes. I mean, I guess you would be you'd be competing with Pat Bev because it's not going to go to Reggie Jackson as a starter. I'm assuming. Yeah, you you get you basically Pat Bev would start, and then at the end of the game, Derrick Rose would be the guy closing out the games. We'll see. I don't even know when the trade deadline is, but that's still. A, 40 games into the season. So you guys would need to be in already. Don't worry about it. First or second place. Don't worry about it. Don't I just, worry yeah, about it. I just think the the condensed schedule, the fact that Kawhi is going to have to get some rest in there, and there's no real drive to end up number one overall. So the difference between, I think, you know, one through four is going to be pretty nominal. Just a couple we're gonna, of we're gonna, We'll be number two. Maybe your Denver Nuggets are one. I don't see it. I don't see it. I just it. think they're younger. So they'll, you know, if LeBron finally does take some rest, AD has had injury issues in the past. So might as well get him some rest too, because it's really about the playoffs, not about the regular season. I don't even want to go off. I'm like, dude, let me tell you something. Not watching the NBA finals. You asked me to do a finals preview and I told you what, I'm not watching this garbage, right? I'm not watching it. And I, I, I tell you why, because any, listen, man, LeBron James is the most infuriating thing because I can't just sit here and enjoy it. They won't let me. He won't let me enjoy his game because everything's got to be setting up LeBron. Everything's got to be setting up LeBron. They're thinking about dinging the Milwaukee Bucks for fucking, um, for what's it called when you try to uh, influence a player on another team? Um, yeah, yeah, well, with uh, tampering, Bogdan. Tampering, tampering, yeah. right? Right, you had LeBron James and the Lakers openly fucking calling for AD openly to the point AD's like, I want to play, and he's fucking, and then he makes this whole thing going wow. on, and then they can't play, blah blah blah. But then people like Matt Nose, who lives in La La Land, somehow thinks so. Somehow, do you, my friend? No, no, no. Somehow believes that <laughs> Zion Williams just happened to go to the one team that had the one player that LeBron James was crying for. But LeBron so, James no. gotten every single player he's ever cried for except for one, Damian Lillard. That's it. Everybody else he ever tried to get, he got. Every time. That's a problem uh, with this guy. And that's I why love nobody just... watched the finals, dude, because they're tired of the NBA bending over backwards to help LeBron James get rings so he can have this stupid conversation about <laughs> Michael Jordan. It's boring, dude. And you're going to have an you, aneurysm. Dial it down. You're no, going to have a dude, fucking stroke I'm here. telling you, I'm telling you, Matt, <laughs> dude, nobody's watching the NBA this year. The ratings are going to be shit because people yeah, the are over are LeBron. The NFL is down tremendously this season compared to seasons, uh, you know, years before when people have nothing to do except watch football and they still have good ratings, but compared to previous years, yeah, NFL because, because of the politics of everything. And there's no one more po political than LeBron James crying about oppression. Why buys a $30 million mansion. True. Yeah, it, it is hypocritical at times. I'll the man that. is the man won't let us enjoy how great just, of a player he is. Because I just love that some you're attributing all this stuff, all this this vitriol and this bent up rage that you have to me 
I am the surrogate for every frustration all of a sudden that you've oh, ever oh, had. Because because you want to just act like it's all fucking touch but happiness. Okay. Oh, wait, and it's not wait, touch but happiness. What did I say that? Okay. LeBron James got the league to bend over backwards to get him the <laughs> second best player in the league. And everyone's like, LeBron just is a competitor. He's fucking a baby, man. And at that point, nobody wants to watch the Lakers play anymore because they're tired of the league bending over backwards to fucking give them whatever they want to compete. It's boring. We'll see. We'll see at the end of the year. You know what? We can, we can, uh, and then uh, the Dennis Schrader, everyone's acting like fucking Isaiah Thomas from the bad boys. Pistons are walking through the door. This guy was the third player, uh, third point guard on a team with three point guards. Yeah. Okay. But he was in the six man of the year, legitimately conversation garbage, man. He fucking played for fucking Atlanta <laughs> when they were garbage. Okay? He did. But at the same time, it wasn't, I wouldn't So stop look, acting like this guy's a never, game changer. He was never a number one. Oh, by the way, his Clippers ultimately. might get Lowry too. That could be a player as well. A Lowry player. I don't see. To, to, he is gonna. He's gonna finish the season with Toronto. There's just Denver's no good. I'm a big Bull Bull fan. I like Bull Bull. <laughs> I like Bull Bull. I could. I would like for the Clippers to have gotten Bull Bull. We could have gotten Bull Bull. We could have gotten Porter, but we didn't. Sign, I don't know why. Nobody uh, likes Porter on his team, yeah. by the way, because he yippity yaps the whole time. Yeah, but at the same time, the fact that you guys did not take Porter, when I was watching that draft, it's like, okay, you got your point guard in Shea Gilgis, and then you took another fucking guard for no reason. It was kind of like uh, Minnesota when they skipped over Steph Curry and they take Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio. It's like, why do you? Why did you take back-to-back point guards? Yeah, because it makes it- fucking sense. Uh, any team could take a, a flyer on Michael Porter Jr. It was you guys when you already have too much depth and you have two. And picks. we needed a fucking wing yeah. too. It's just like yeah. this guy was a nominal number one overall. Yeah. He's had some health issues. If you can get him at thirteen, I believe it was. That's him. why Denver, their GM, is just brilliant. The, man. Loss, the loss of Jeremy Grant though is huge. That dude is a legitimate three and D. And last year in the playoffs, man, he deed up. Everybody that they put in front of him, he was you know from centers down to to point guards. He took them all on. And the craziest the- thing is that he was offered the exact same contract that Detroit yeah. gave him, and he turned down because he wanted more minutes. He wanted more minutes, and he wanted more shots, and that's what it ultimately came it boiled down and it'll to. Be like, uh, he'll be like five games and be like, oh my god, I'm in Denver. Uh, dude, I mean, I'm in Detroit. Detroit with maybe Killian Hayes or something. Who knows? And Blake Griffin's knees, if they can last 30 games, congratulations. Blake Griffin would be great value at $5 million a year. Oh, wow. That's unfortunate because he's nowhere near that price point. Yeah, I agree with that, dude. All right, so give me the slander on the Mavs then because I have the Mavs over because they're younger. I don't, I think uh, Porzingis, his days are numbered. I Potentially, just think his man, days are numbered. Point. And I just don't see that. I mean, everybody's like, oh, my God, he's blah, blah, blah. So great. Blah, blah, blah. I think the leagues are going to come for him, dude. Who, Doncic? Yeah, I think this is the year that he gets pushed. Not going to say he's going to take a step back because I think this kid is amazing. I just don't think in this insanely deep, deep, deep West, he's enough. And I I didn't see the Mavs make any big pickups. They did. I think it's just the Maxi Kleba coming back and uh, Porzingis. Plus, that was that was year two for, in the NBA from Doncic. 
What the hell I is love Dodgers, gonna be dude. Like? I love Dodgers. That, I mean, there's no dude, doubt about that. I he's love the, right now the Vegas favorite for MVP. And I'm I think, just yelling at you, and I'm sorry, but uh, because right, your disrespect for the Clippers is so infuriating. I think it's it's not disrespectful. I think it's reality. They need to protect the health of one very specific individual. But PG also, how many fucking shoulder surgeries has he had at this point? It's like he'll oh, be fine, dude. Yeah, but they should he'll probably be fine. Rest. He'll okay. bounce back. Uh, he'll bounce back. All right, so you got the Clippers at two behind the Lakers. What I'm, I'm guessing, Nuggets at three. Yeah, and then Mavericks. Who knows where? Maybe they're they're making yeah. the playoffs. But you're not I, I, the listen, dude. I, in my personal opinion, I like the Suns more than I like the Mavericks. That's just my personal opinion. It, it very well could be. I just think the it takes time for everybody to learn how to play next to one another, and the Suns are going to have to do that when you add somebody of Chris Paul's you know caliber. I think Chris Paul will have to learn to play with them, and I think he'll do it because he knows Monty Ball's system. He played in it way back in the day. You, you honestly very well could be right. Yeah, uh, I usually am, except for my <laughs> 72 and whatever thing I said about the Clippers last year. Uh, that's all right, though. That's why I asked you on, buddy. Because I just I scream at you. I don't know if you need more coffee, just so you know. I'm, I know, sure I'm probably going to die early, but I, listen, it's going to be a fun run. Yeah, I hate to say this because you're one of my dearest friends. There is no probably. There is no probably. <laughs> hey, dude, you want to hang out in this realm forever? I'm a god, brother. I got to send and go hang out with other gods. I'm tired of doing this human shit with yeah, you guys. Exactly, exactly, dude. Leave this mortal coil behind. Yeah, there uh, we go. There we go. I'm excited, dude. I think here's my prediction. I believe this is going to be the most exciting basketball season we've seen a while and nobody will be watching it that's my opinion even Probably for bad not. ratings i think i think the ratings will be similar to what they were last year which is just you know okay we'll all see right. though hopefully i'm wrong all right matt it was good to see you. i hope the piece of business is kicking ass and i hope you're uh, doing well hope your wife is well and uh it's always a pleasure to talk to you and i see you're doing a show with freddie lockhart that's great too uh, where can people find you, buddy? I'm everywhere, brother. I'm everywhere. I'm like Spider-Man. I'm here. I'm there. I'm in the shadows. I'm in the light. I'm everything, dude. You're so a you god ascending. I'm a god ascending, dog. Aware of everything, okay? <laughs> I am, uh, I'm at Ronin Sam Tripoli on Twitter because I took my original one because I got too close to the truth. I'm at Sam Tripoli on YouTube. What happens? Yeah, dude. When you get I'm too surprised close to they still let me walk around with this truth I'm dropping. Find me on Cameo. If you want some fucking conspiracy manifestos, find me on Cameo. I'm crushing it. I'm putting out seven, counted seven premium content shows a week. I have three on uh, Tim Fall Hats um, Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Tim Fall Hat. Then I'm doing two shows with Mr. Brian Callen. It's called the Conspiracy Social Club. Uh, that's at patreon.com slash uh, Brian Callen. And then finally, uh, I have a spiritual podcast because I'm a god trying to ascend. And if you go on rockfin.com slash zero, please check it out. Matt, I would highly suggest that you try to get on Rockfin. It is a wonderful platform for premium content. And I would love to make an introduction to you if you're looking for that straight cheddar, homie. Well, Perhaps we'll have that discussion. Uh, follow him at Ronan. Is it Ronan Sam Tripoli? Yes, Ronan Sam Tripoli. 
please do, because it's not often you can follow a God. So yeah. my phone's about good. to die, dude. Good. All right. Good seeing you, buddy. I uh, love you, man. Even when I'm yelling you at you, I have nothing but love for you, brother. <laughs> All right. That's I'll it. I'll talk to you I'll soon. Bye. Later, buddy. Uh, that, that is the Western Conference preview with Sam Tripoli. God bless him. I hope he's doing well. Having a good holidays. Uh, I'll be back on Monday with an Eastern Conference uh, preview because the league starts on uh, Tuesday. So I want to bang that out. Look for it. I'll probably go live somewhere around uh, 2 p.m. Um, on 2 p.m. Pacific time on Monday. So uh, look for that over there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. That is it for Dropping Dimes today. And you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. If you'd like to uh, watch this, if you're listening, because I know the bulk of people listen to it as opposed to watch, you can go to youtube.com forward slash dropping dimes and you can find it over there. And that is it. See you guys on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Until then, adios. 